Hello and welcome to another evening of beautiful and mysterious cryptids as we enter week three of the 2013 Ms. Cryptid Contest. with fangs and hypnotic eyes she can shoot poison out her pores and use tympanic membranes and scaly feet this cryptid 2013 I am David Stecco once again, your host for this magnificent evening, and with me, as you are quite assured, David, the Appalachian Cetacean Sensation Flora! Hey, everybody. <laughs> I hope all your energies are in tune right now. Mine's in tune with my banjo, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it, Mr. Flora, because once again, we've bought four more beautiful ladies out to dance and cajole for our mysterious entertainment Dave I'm so excited about this that I can hardly contain my chakras I tell you what my kundalini is rising if you can believe that well I'm looking you right in the third eye and I can tell you're excited that's a term that I'm familiar with <laughs> I appreciate it all the more Mr. Flora yes. why don't you go ahead and recap what we've already experienced oh my goodness Week one, we had so many fun and fantastical creatures. And in week two, there was four more of them. Sounds amazing. Well, guess what? We haven't broken our formula yet. Yay. <laughs> well, th this week, Dave, <laughs> let's go over what we're covering. Okay. I'm just so excited. My crystals are vibrating at a higher frequency, and I think you can feel it. Oh, you know I can feel that vibration. So this week, we are covering... The Tikbalang, the Chon Chon, the Totsil Verm, and the Shunkawaraki. I am so excited. I can't stop saying that I'm excited. That's how excited I am. Well, I share your excitement, and if excitement had a word, it's probably excitement. I believe it. You know, I could almost feel that because when I was channeling the other day, my uh, astral guide told me that. My astral guide, by the way, whose name is Raman Khan Hey, I love talking to him. I used to eat his noodles in college. <laughs> it's, it's not the same guy, but I see where you, you got confused. Now, we were talking, and he is so excited about the 2013 Miss Cryptid Contest, all right? I just had to go up in the mountains with that banjo that I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Your my, spirit banjo. My spirit banjo, which is in tune just like my chakras. And you know, I just, I went up there, I found a coon, and I just performed some Reiki on it. Mm -hmm. And as I was working out those kinks and that bad energy, that raccoon looked at me and he said, you know what? I wish I was a cryptid. And I said, raccoon, you shouldn't wish things like that because you're beautiful, just mm -hmm. how you are. 
True words. You are fuzzy. You look like a little bandit. And I'm so scared you're going to take my banjo. <laughs> but he Victim didn't. Victim of he species didn't. profiling. <laughs> well, this week we've chosen some of the most entertainingly named cryptids we could find that span the globe. That's right. We are going to be going for all the way from the Philippines to Austria. And, we, and then we got then we got some soirees in the Americas. Mm-hmm. That's right. Always bringing it back home to the good old USA, because even you can see the value in our red, white, and blue aura. Oh. If there's anybody that's a spiritual patriot, you're looking at him right here, David. The Appalachian Cessation Transformation Inebriation Flora. Wasn't that the name of your uh, uh, unauthorized biography? Did you read that? Mm-hmm. I am so happy. You're one of the ten people that bought that. Unless you pirated it. And then no, I no, no. I paid money oh, for you it. Are, it. was at a trade bless show. Bless you. Bless mm-hmm. you then and, and happy energies all over you. Namaste, my friend. Namaste. I love, I love all the terms that you're using that I'm familiar with. It makes me feel so comfortable. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Blurry Photos. Woo! I'm David Flora. I'm Dave Stecco. Welcome to the 2013 Miss Cryptid Contest. It is excellent. Week three. Mm-hmm. We got four more great cryptids here for you. Oh man, we you know what? We've crossed we've crossed the halfway point mm-hmm. and I feel like we're just picking up speed. We are. It's we are are rolling into a big snowball of unknown fun. Toot toot. <laughs> and it's headed for that train. <laughs> exactly. It's like we're like back to the future three and we're putting the colored logs into oh, the boiler. Man. And- so what is this? We're at the yellow point right yeah, now. Yeah, we're at the yellow log. The yellow log. Watch out, you guys. Pass the point of no return. That's right. Uh, let's get started on this. Oh, man. This this amazing journey across the globe this week. Flora, you take point on this because I'm really impressed with, with uh, what, what you're bringing to the table. Well, I'll tell you what. This week uh, is a lot of fun. We're going to start in the Philippines. All right. Which is an area that's really rich in, in cryptids. Yeah. Yeah. I would say after Japan, Philippines. Yeah. That's my next, that's the next best if I'm rating them, which I'm not. That's our next contest. <laughs> best cryptid in the world. The 2013 most cryptological country contest. Uh, so. <laughs> yawn, yawn, yawn. <laughs> I'm David from the South Flora. and I'm an announcer, man. Uh, oh, God. So let's talk about the Tikbalang. Yeah. This thing, uh, this is fun. It's it's in the in the remote mountain forests of the the Philippines. Yeah, these things don't live in the city, yeah. dude. Traveling alone there can be pretty troublesome because of tick balangs. Yeah, watch um, out! Watch out for tick balangs. <laughs> Filipino folklore describes the creatures as tall humanoids with bony features, disproportionately long limbs, and their most endearing features. The head and hooves of a horse. The tallness is not to be under underestimated. Estimated because yeah. the legs are so long that when they sit, their knees extend up above their heads. Yeah, these are these are very long legged, sinewy yeah. creatures. Very uh, uh, very skinny and that Jordash horse head. I'll tell you, you know, um, you guys remember Jordash? Who doesn't? Sweet jeans. I looked up a bunch of pictures, and my favorite one is actually the Wikipedia picture, oh. because growing up in Colorado, the depiction of the Tikbalang is just 
indistinguishable from every sixth grade guy who wants to sixth grade boy who wants to like draw a really sweet ass Denver Bronco. Oh yeah. I mean, it is this they the 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 official Wikipedia picture was taken straight out of a 12-year-old's notebook and I'm really impressed with that. Like if you had a team of those and John Elway as quarterback, that's right. yeah, oh, that's yeah. what you were drawing. So their uh, their main MO seems to be just scaring travelers or or leading them astray. Yeah, just confusing the bejeebers out of them. Yeah, they're not necessarily physically dangerous, but uh, dangerous in the sense that they they're, can they're dangerous lead you to off. themselves. They Are make they? bad decisions, <laughs> and sometimes other people get wrapped up in them. They're like the Filipino after-school special cryptid. Yeah, they find guns in their dad's houses. Sometimes. They jump out of window after taking LSD. Yeah, they try drugs, or they think shoplifting is cool. They, lead they, you with, they just want to fit in, man. They it's, lead you astray. Peer, peer pressure. But uh, they're dangerous in that sense to where people can be uh, let off never to be seen again. So, in order to accomplish this, the Tikbalang have a small bag of tricks. They are able to shapeshift into familiar people who then ask for help from whoever's traveling. Right. So, so like if we were going through the woods, all of a sudden, poof. Is that Bashar over there? Right. It looks like he needs help. Bashar's like, hey y'all, I can't find my ley line. Can, hey, you, can you come over? I need your help. Can you help guide me? <laughs> yeah, because then he would partially, he would go undergo a partial cetacean transformation. <laughs> so they're able to send travelers on uh, arbitrary paths to nowhere or just kind of lead them in circles they're unable to escape through this and all the while they're disguised as as you know somebody familiar but uh, there's sometimes there's there's things that are uh, a little wrong with them that that you can spot if you've got a keen eye know mm-hmm. what you're looking for they're, they're hugely long legs well uh, if they're disguised and shape-shifted they they won't have that but oh well i guess i'm effed nope uh but uh <laughs> there are some tales that say tikbalang uh push and slap people, knocking them over and not allowing them to get up, all the while giggling nervously. <laughs> so here's your here's your tip. If you were in the jungles of the Philippines and you see your grandma, but she's all of a sudden a giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> grandma, stop it. <laughs> Wham. <laughs> yeah, if you get... What bo- is it with cryptids and, and slapping people? Yeah. And giggling. Oh, man. Oh my way, uh, uh, tickbalang slapperang sound. <laughs> Thank you for that, Mr. Floor. Yep. <laughs> oh, it, it sounded particularly Filipino. And I, I'm really glad that you that you were able to do that for me. Here's how you can tell uh, a disguised tickbalang. They will have a drunken swaying motion and a pungent o- aroma of tobacco. Okay. So that's one one tip. Uh, they also what if, if it's my alcoholic uncle that he's pretending to be? Then then it's just, I mean, you just you can't even tell it. Yeah, that's just bad luck, dude. Because <laughs> he's he's gonna smack you and not let you get up and giggle anyway. Yeah, so my uncle just might be a tick blind. <laughs> uh, apparently, if you look close enough, sometimes they they kind of flicker in and out of their disguise. Ooh. So so there's uh, I don't know if they can't hold it very well or what, but. Just just like uh, Reptile Obama. Yeah. Those cameras, man. High-speed yeah. cameras. They catch you. They'll get you. <laughs> he needs a name. Like, Reptobama is... 
not that great. Um, but I can't think of anything. Baroctile? Baroctile, yeah. That sounds too much like erectile. <laughs> Baroctile dysfunction. Anyway. But we digress. So to ward them off, here's oh. what you do. Once again, Flora, you bring the antidote. You got to wear your shirt inside out. Or, if you don't want to do that. <laughs> if that's too much work. <laughs> uh, just don't make a lot of noise as you're thrashing through the jungle. The forest. Okay. Uh, or you can loudly ask for permission to pass by. Oh. Apparently they like good manners. Yeah. Now, some tales have them being uh, benevolent nature guardians. I read some of that, that they're like they're like little spirit, uh, wood spirits that you can, if you find them, you can in- entreat them to help you. Could, yeah. Um, they, you know, particularly take offense to anybody who wants to chop down trees or you yeah. know, do any any harm to the forest, things like that, so... In in some places they're not all bad, and then there's a uh, there's a common saying about uh, rain from a clear sky. Would that be me kinakasal na tabekbalang? It could be. Yeah, I I I can't call you on pronunciation of that at all. Yeah, me neither. So I think I added an extra b into tikbalang, but you know, tabekbalang. Yeah. Um, nothing. Nope. Don't you don't you dare go there. Don't you dare. Fair enough. Did you hear that? <laughs> Warning shot. <laughs> Warning shot from that radiator. <laughs> Anyways, this saying of uh, rain from a clear sky means that a tickbalong is getting married. Oh, well, that's just good news for them. <laughs> pretty, Hooray. Pretty silly. So uh, so that's what I got on the, the tickbalong. Now, uh, I, I, I got a little extra for you. Okay, good. Now, what if, what if you're not pleased? You're just not happy just avoiding them? Or figuring out that they're not actually your stinky uncle. You can capture one. Oh, go ahead. Uh, and what you have to do is um, the mane, the horse head mane, has sharp spines. And if you can get one of those spines, you can actually craft it into a talisman. And then get a, uh, a local, I don't know, priest. Probably not a priest. or Some or, medicine man. Yeah. To make a special cord. And then you will just run up and just jump on that tick belong. And then it's eight seconds, man. Right. Full on. Eight seconds. On. You have got to just you, hang you on for do, dear life. Then you do your tough Hedeman impression. That's right. <laughs> yes. I, I think it's a PBR writer. Wow. Yeah, you, you win. I can't do anything about that. That one's for my dad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you, you just have to hang on and the tick belong eventually will exhaust itself and say, you got me. <laughs> Now I'm your tick belong. Yeah, and then what do you do with it? You, no, you ride they, around kind of like uh, tick belongs to chicken, you. Like chicken in the. <laughs> That's enough then. Freebie. No, you, what you do after you've got one of these things is you go find the, your local pool and then you just challenge everybody to chicken. Oh, you know, yeah, because they're so tall. Joust. Yeah. yeah, that's a good call. That's the only thing you can do with them. <laughs> now, here's here's a, a little PSA for you, because we're getting into pool season. People are going to have summertime fun in pools, and mm-hmm. it's fun to play chicken. If you're an adult, you're really going to hurt your neck if you lay a lot of chicken. If you're the person on the bottom, mm-hmm. it's really going to mess your neck up. I've done this like five times, and I never learned my lesson. <laughs> never play adult chicken pool because the person on top they they don't care you're gonna use your neck you're gonna try to keep them upright you're trying to win it's really gonna mess your neck up thanks yeah could wait can we get like a some sort of wishing sound now like the more you know yeah 
Dave's dumb facts for you. <laughs> Farts. What more you? <laughs> A little church house creeper at the end. <laughs> Thanks for looking out for us. Yeah, no problem, no problem. As a guy, though, it's it's kind of hard to say no to a girl who wants to to play chicken. I know, but it's just there's other ways to impress them. Maybe. I, w- I guess I won't go down this road. I've lost work. I had to, like, stay home for days. That's how badly I messed myself up. I mean, a girl asked you to get between her legs, dude. I know, but listen, you gotta have a long view on this. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> she did say that. She did say that. I'm just saying, cooler heads have to prevail. She said that too. <laughs> you just, you know. <laughs> Listen, I, I know it seems like fun to splash around in there, but you're gonna get hurt. There's a lot of thigh torque that's gonna make you sore. You know what? <laughs> There's a lot of thigh torque on my iTunes playlist too. Oh, they're awesome. <laughs> They are a great band. I torque. Uh, Where are we going next, Dave? Oh, man. Uh, For our next uh, uh, amazing destination, how about Germany and Europe? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Now we'll be looking at the Tatzelwurm. Ah, guten Tag, everyone. Yeah. Guten Tag. Welcome to Germany. Austria and the Alps. Oh, yeah, the Alps are so sexy. Did you like? Uh, did you like that accordion music that I put underneath there? I did. I did. I felt super Bavarian. I wish that I had a Stein and a pretzel. Me Bing too, bong. Man. Uh, no, the uh, the Tatzelwurm, uh, also known as the Stollenwurm, Springwurm, Arasis, Pratzelwurm. Wow, those are really good pronunciations on my Bergstutzen. Part. Oh, yeah, the Bergstutzen. And if you're Italian, the Basilisco. Oh, yeah, but that's just a silly basilisk name. It's true. Um, there's a couple of different versions of this bad boy, but in its uh, its original super old school format, it is a cryptid that is a large reptile that has uh, the front portion of it. It's got a cat's head. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, depending on the telling cat's um, uh, paws on the front or reptile claws. Mm-hmm. And then no rear leg. So just the two arms and then a long, slender, serpentine body. Hmm. Uh, it lives in the woods. and In, uh, in the Alps of yep. uh, Switzerland and Austria. Yeah, it's, it's, it really favors mountainous terrain. Mm-hmm. And it has been sighted throughout Europe. Now, some stories say that the, the head is a cat head or that it's at least shaped like a cat head but still kind of scaly. Yeah, and I, I think that, I think that the, the classic version has it with the cat head. Mm-hmm. But I think the most of the sightings and things are, are it's an entirely reptilian. Yeah. It is a, a reptile of sorts. And there's even kind of a, a weird, uh, even in the cryptozoological circles, not really well thought of theory that it was actually a weird, like a two-legged otter. Yeah. They yeah. were just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's been thrown out there as a, I, I, you know, otters are, it's like if you can't figure out what something is, Otter is like the first guy in line being like, oh, can I, is it me? Can it be me? Oh, and you know what? Like, no it's, Otter. The, the Otter, yeah. It's like the Otter really wants what the Sandhill Crane has. <laughs> he does. It really. He's like the sidekick that's yeah. like, oh, oh, do you uh, need like, an Otter explanation? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. It, yeah. It's not the Sandhill Crane. Maybe it's this Otter guy. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, 
Maybe it's some otter thing. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> but yeah, it is seen throughout Europe. Uh, again, high altitude mountainous terrain. It was said to be photographed hmm. um, at one point. The, uh, the initial sightings uh, start in 1779. Mm. Hans Fuchs um, was said to have seen one and was saw it, freaked out, and ran home, had a heart attack. Yeah. And before he died, was able to describe this creature and, uh, and say, this is the beast what took me. It scared me into the grave. Oh, this is a beast. Oh, my God. He scared me so bad. On time for running, on running. I feel like it's still at the door. Lock everything. Yeah. And then, and then old Hansi died. By the way, my name is Fuchs. <laughs> don't forget that. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, d- I don't give a me. Oh, nice, Hans. Now, in 1934, and there had been plenty of, of folk sightings between there, I mean, throughout the 18, 17, 1800s. Mm-hmm. In 1934, a guy named Belkin said he snapped a photo of it. Crazy. Yeah, and the photo's crap. <laughs> That's and, and everyone's like, nice photo. That's crap. Yeah. You're crap. You can uh, you can see pictures of this uh, pretty easily online. It, it kind of looks like a flat rock. Yeah, it's it, honestly it almost looks like a, like you if you were to distort an alligator skull. Yeah, like fisheye lens an alligator skull somehow. Yeah, it's like a very broad, not cat certainly not cat looking. Maybe catfish. Maybe, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. if you want to date it online. <laughs> now the other thing uh, is that there's. This interesting part of the totsil worm where there's, again, the classic totsil worm has two arms. Mm-hmm. But then there's this like, oh, did you say two? Because I thought you meant like 16. There's, yeah. There's like some versions that have arms like it's like a centipede. It can't stop over. having arms. Yeah. Um, which is just, that's just, please. I mean. That's ridiculous. <laughs> More tea. <laughs> <laughs> Mustard. Let's don't be silly. Lemon, that's different. <laughs> I'll just have half a cup. <laughs> Not, man, if there's if there is one thing I love the most in the world, it's it's a good Edwin. Yeah. You, it's funny about the the mini legs though because that goes with the basilisco. Yeah, part them, of it. If, them if, f- if, eye ties. I don't even know why I just did that. <laughs> Yeah, if it's their version of the basilisk, then they, uh, the mini legs would fit in with that. And they do have like uh, in in Italy, like there is a very like, like with the cat head, and then they tie it into this other thing they call a milk serpent because oh. it's got a cat head, so it like will literally steal milk from the cows at night. Yeah, you know, because it's a I mean, meow, meow, meow. right, which makes it smarter than a regular cat. I mean, go to the source, man. <laughs> yeah. And it was in yes, there- yes. I'm a meow meow, yes. I'm a snake cat. Meow meow. Meow meow, yes, yes. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood was at times disturbing. It's true. But the the sightings in Italy are very recent. 2009, 2011. Wow. When I started researching this, it was showing up as a folk story. And the more I realized, this is like an actual real cryptid that people are sighting and seeing and trying to research and trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Because the sightings are, are, are still really prevalent. This is an ongoing thing. Weird. So next time you're booking a trip to Europe, bring your tatzel boots. Never know. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, I'll go back through here with, with some of these names that you, that you threw out and, and see if we can get kind of what, the, what they translate to loosely in, in English. Uh, Tatzelwurm is German. 
uh, meaning kind of half dragon or like two two legs. Mm-hmm. Um, some things call it like claw serpent or clawed serpent, claw yeah. dragon kind of thing. But uh, I went. Uh, I, I got some German friends. Oh, nice! Yeah, we, we went for the uh, the you half dragon kind of. Pretty pretty friendly with them German. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know him. I know him well. Then we got uh, Stollenwem. No, that means that means Teddy Viper. Wrong, wrong. Oh, not there oh, yet. Sorry, but uh, this one's Swiss. Uh, apparently, means tunnel dragon. Oh, okay. Tunneling, tunneling dragon. Uh, then you've got Bergstützen. Now that's that's called the ass fiend viper. Uh, not this one. This one is <sighs> that's that's Austrian for uh, mountain stump. Whoa, that, okay. that's kind of a departure, right? Yeah. Okay. And then you've you've got uh, the spring them. That's the fart sniffer. And uh, the pratzel them. The. <laughs> That's the hand jibber. <laughs> Get rid of all of those. I, they're just dumb, and I don't know why it was so much fun at first. Nope. Um, <laughs> and the other thing which uh, you may have gleaned from this is that uh, these things are considered aggressive. Very. So um, old Hans Fuchs was scared with a reason. It wasn't just yeah. like, oh, my gosh, cot snake. Oh, let's get out of here. And then and then off. And then the Totsil worm just chuckled to itself in its woodsy little abode going, It don't matter what you do, folks. You're going to die. I tried to tell you, y'all should have left. But you didn't leave, did you? Meow, meow, meow. I'm going to Sneak in and meow, 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 get you. <laughs> that is the best, weirdest thing yet. <laughs> yeah, now so. I'm going to go suck on these cows. Get some cow milk. Mm, want some nice buttercreams. Mm. I'm mostly Italian. Don't tell nobody. Wow, well, that's degenerating rapidly. I think I think we've covered that pretty thoroughly. I love it. Yeah, the that's... Totsilverm. Totsilverm. So let's fly from the beautiful Bavarian countryside all the way to South America. Ooh, ooh la la. I mean, io deus mia. That's South American. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> sort of. We're going to Chile. Ooh, you even said it all fancy like. Uh, we're gonna we're going, we're going to Chile. Going to Chile, Texas style. Gonna talk about a creature of Chilean and Argentinian folklore, the Chon Chon. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, now this could also I, I've seen it with an accent over the second O, which would make it Chon Chon, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, change it up, Chon Chon. I don't I like know that but more. Chon Chon is fun to say. And we're American, so let's just say chon chon. So let's just shit all over everything. <laughs> Great. I don't have health insurance. <laughs> Never recycle. <laughs> God wants us to kill his trees. <laughs> so these things are fun. This this is well fun in concept. These are human heads with extremely large ears, which serve as wings for it to fly. And uh, they are, <laughs> in some accounts, they, they're kind of like a strange bird, kind of like an owl almost, with gray feathers and sharp talons. Only they have a human head with these wings uh, for ears. They have talons, but where are the talons coming out? Yeah, I mean, some stories have them as birds with human heads, uh-huh. wings where their ears are, or, or wings for ears. 
And I guess they just have a small body with, with these talons, or maybe the talons come out of their uh, necks or chins, or maybe they don't have talons at all. It just depends. Um, I'm looking on here, and I... Okay, so it's like a an owl with a human head. Okay, so the talons being neither here nor there. Okay. What's the Chanchan's deal? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. These things are said to be transformations of a black... Citations? No. They are a black magic sorcerers. All right. They are uh, black magic sorcerers. Okay. Which are called Kalkus or Kalku. And these these black magic uh, practitioners, these sorcerers and witches, uh-huh. they apply a magic cream to their throats in order to remove their heads, which then turn into chanchans. So this is like an alternative travel version for for a dark sorcerer. It's they're they're literally made. They, they literally assume this form to carry out their wickedness, and they are protected by the devil in this respect. Oh. I'm Mephistopheles, and I approve this transformation. Right. Uh, I am El Diablo. <laughs> and I said, see. Si. I said, see, si, it's for God. No go and carry out my wickedness. <laughs> Don't forget to use your talents. <laughs> Nasty talents. Scrape up their faces, make them know that their Diablo is strong. <laughs> and remember, when they shoot you with their shoguns, it will not hurt you because I am protecting you. Because I am a satin. <laughs> I am the devil. You saw El Diablo. <laughs> oh, my stars and garters. Here comes another chan-chan. Well, put your guns away, boys. <laughs> Ain't no use. It's just here to scratch and peck. <laughs> well, that's that's the beginning of it. Here's a. Uh, oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. Uh, it's very bad luck to see one because they represent death coming. They prey upon the weak, the old, the dying, the unconscious, and they. <laughs> you know, the weak, the old, the dying, and the unconscious. <laughs> well, basically, it's it's. Whatever is easy for them. Anyone to get. a frat boy would draw a dick on. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, and they do so on the darkest nights. And what they do is they suck your blood through fangs. Okay. So it's basically like uh, flying head vampires. Wow. Yeah, man. Jesus, Jelly. The, the uh, El, El Diablo does not support just anyone. <laughs> you want? I will not give my protection for some Josh Mo out there. Some Jose Schmo. <laughs> I don't give my protection to a goat man. Goldman has, has what is an axe. If with traffic, he's not a power. He's not terrifying. He's a Russian now. <laughs> he's whatever. <laughs> the devil can be whoever he wants, and that is the truth. So uh, here's a, here's another fun part of of them. Uh, well. In order, you you might be asking themselves, okay, so these these Kalku get get these things off, get their heads off, and have them fly around. Well, then what? You know, they just got a body sitting at home, pretending to read the paper. Uh-huh. Right? The the head flies back, and they they slather on some more cream on their neck, and that re reattaches it. I so, thought they would remove the cream, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's it's weird. The cream helps it get off and helps it get on. Because wouldn't when you put the cream on your hands, your fingers come off and just start crawling away? I don't know the specifics of the cream. What it, what makes that cream? Right. What are the ingredients, man? And, uh, yeah, and anything. I, t- I tell you what's in there: fluoride <laughs> and a complicit government. <laughs> anyway, yeah. What wonder what they use to make that? 
It's weird. I saw this really funny joke on the internet the other day. And the guy says, hey, do you want to watch Monsters, Inc.? And he's like, no, thank you. He's like, I'm, I'm scared. He's like, what are you afraid of, monsters? Corporations. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. True story, man. One of the other fun parts here, they produce a melodic plaintive cry of 2A, 2A when they're flying. Oh, no, you can do better than that. They produce a <laughs> melodic plaintive cry of I want to go help that thing. What's making that sound? (laughs) They warned me. They said, don't get off the tour bus, but I did it. But I just heard that melodic sound. It was like a siren drawing (laughs) me to it. And I was just like, oh, a Udeme, a Udeme. Somebody (laughs) needs help. Nope. Nope. John, John. John, John, head vampire. Can every time... Every time that we say John John now, I'm going to do the Law and Order sound. Yeah, that is. John John. John John. That does work. Man. Man, that's a that's a crazy bundle of cryptid. Yeah, pretty neat. Look huh? out for that on your next trip south of the border. But again, preying on the weak. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really wimpy cryptid. No, not wimpy. It's a head vampire. But it can't man up and fight somebody who's virile. Well, you don't know that. I mean, what kind of speeds can it achieve? Is it just like a cannonball head? It can't be killed by any means. But, it's, but nothing that I found said it was going after anybody who's, you know. It's got the devil's force field, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, I got drunk once a few years ago and claimed to have the devil's force field, which, P.S., is not proof against a Chicago PD taser. That gets right through the devil's force field. <laughs> True story? No. Okay. I don't get in trouble like that. Man, that'd be great, though. <laughs> I've got the devil's force field. It's just stay away from me. I got the devil's force field. Look out. We would be the best rowdy drunks a cop ever had to arrest if that's the way we acted. They'd probably describe us that way, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, uh, you guys are the best. Uh, you know, I've arrested uh, a lot of a lot of perps in my day, but uh, you guys are, are are pretty solid. I gotta tell you, you know, I, I see I see a lot of I see a lot of tragedy and heartbreak. But you know, you got your job, I got my job. You know, we're working other sides of the fence. But uh, end of the day, I got some good stories for my wife, and I appreciate that. And I'm gonna yeah. listen to that podcast of yours. You know, uh, I'm I'm gonna look up those uh, those blurries photo on there, and um, you know, I, I was telling my wife the other days we were at Marcello's. And uh, we're just having one of those uh, uh, buffalo chicken pizzas. Have Italian beefs there. Just, you ever eat at uh, uh, succulent meat? You ever eat at uh, Marcello's? Uh, it's mean, over there on uh, on uh, Norton Larrabee. That's yeah, uh, it's a good. And I tell you, place. if I run into you, you know, just keep it in your head. You know, put it in your pocket. You know, this is just today. This yeah. is today. This is I'm where you're at. Jab. Where I'm at. You're doing your jab. Yeah, you kids are a real treat. I want to tell my wife all about this because you know, I'm gonna look into this. I can't wait to hear more yeah, about this. But you gotta look into Marcello's, okay? Because uh, it's a father and son joint. Uh, I knew uh, Mr. Marcello back in the day. And uh, word of warning, uh, you're, you're you just can't go back to Chuck E. Cheese at least yeah. not for six let's, months. Uh, right? let's, let's just stay out of here, all right? Let's uh, try to let's try to make a friendship out of this. Let's get the business out of it. I gotta let's just, go. Let's just do this for too damn long. How about that? <laughs> John 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 John. So where are we going next, Dave? Oh man, well we're gonna take a a, a brief commuter flight back to the good old USA USA, USA to uh, visit the Shunka Waraki. 
<laughs> no, you're, it's actually, it's well, the way it's spelled, it looks like Shunka Warakin, mm-hmm. but it's actually pronounced Shunka Waraki. And this is, again, I'm really proud of this guy because this is, again, a real ongoing investigatory issue. It's true. I'll tell you what, just as a side note, I love this one because of the, the ongoing issue, because it's steeped in, in some good history here in, in America and the West. But as far as a cryptid goes, it leaves a lot to be desired for me in yeah. terms of bags of tricks or yeah. uh, appearance, <laughs> yeah, things I, like that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. This is, this is a more mundane cryptid. But, but 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 one you can find a real one I think yeah and what what it lacks in in uh, tricks it makes up for in in nice history and good yeah. stories yeah. it traded in pizzazz for credibility true <laughs> uh, and and without further ado so the uh, the shunkawarki is a large uh, canine um, it, it's said to be a, 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 like a the size of a large wolf or a dire wolf which we used to have here in the states which they, stock they never had in England didn't have those. I had them in the north. Um, they are, uh, but the the Winter thing fell. about the <laughs> Mordor of it. <laughs> Mordor. Um, Listen, I, just <laughs> side note: I know that Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones are two different things. It's just a race to see who says Mordor first, and I just won. Really, Wargs, Jacaris. Oh man, Valor Margolis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've put our nerd peens away, or have we? Or have we, Call Drogo? Ah! <laughs> Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you, the sh- you had your circus train going and I just derailed it in the swamp. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. That's gonna come around. Uh the Shunka Warkin, it's 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 a it's a large canine. It's it's uh bigger than uh, a gray wolf, uh approximately the same size as a, a dire wolf, which we used to have here in North America about ten, twenty thousand years ago. Crazy. But it's got more of a, a hyena esque build very powerful front body sloping back to smaller hind legs mm-hmm. um and has been uh responsible for cattle mutilations uh ranch attacks uh and and the reason it really uh comes up the shunkawarkin is the uh the iowa uh native american term for it and mm-hmm. it means carries off dogs mm-hmm. so named because the uh iowa uh, tribes were seeing their dogs disappear Mm-hmm. So they stayed out and waited for to see if they could see one, and, and sure enough, one of these things came, picked up a dog in its jaws, and started carrying it off. And they're like, y'all, y'all got shunkered. <laughs> you got shunkered, dog. Uh, and so uh, in 1886, one was shot by Israel Ammon Hutchins mm-hmm. and uh, in Montana, and he actually had a taxidermy because he's like, this is not normal. This is not a regular thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and this is something that he had, he didn't just stumble upon it. He'd actually been looking for this thing for a while. It had been showing up, messing with his ranch, yeah. uh, chasing his livestock and messing with other ranches up and down the valley where he lived. I mean, up to 15, 20 miles away, this thing was moving a lot. Yeah. And this thing was, uh, that this is just outside of Yellowstone in, in, uh, Southern Montana. Uh, and it seems that the range for this guy, uh, goes from about Montana all the way as far over as Illinois. It's crazy. I think this is a real thing. I think this is there's a population. I don't think it's one animal that was moving right. all this distance. I think right. there's a population of them. But he did shoot one and had it. Uh, it, it they got they got it stuffed uh, and it went in at a uh, a general store, a, a combination grocery store slash museum. Right. I you love know. It. Yeah. Well, what else? It's 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 Montana. That's how we do it. <laughs> 
And so the, the taxidermist was named Joseph Sherwood. Um, he named it Ringdocus. Weird. Yeah, I don't. I think he he didn't have uh, an Asian man to suggest oids. <laughs> like <laughs> the name Ringdocus just says like okay something something that I can paint on a sign and someone's gonna say well I have to see that. You know what's funny? I saw a, a student made a film of this uh-huh. of this thing and they did a recreation of how he named it, and it was. Mostly comic, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was mostly comedy that that they were going for on it. But like his what he was like showing it to his wife, and she's like, "Well, what is it?" And he's like, "Uh," and he like looked at her hand and saw her wedding ring. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Ring," and then he looked at she was holding a uh, a rolling pin, and he's like, "Do," and then he like it shows her mouth, and he's like, "Kiss." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, ring docus, ring docus, sure. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so this was like a, a, a tacit piece of tangible evidence, but no one ever, uh, came to look at it. No one ever checked it out. And, and then it, uh, disappeared. Yeah. Uh, it was actually rediscovered in 2007. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was another one that was shot in 2006 where, uh, again, just, just for the purposes of, of making this interesting, I guess, just to, and, and slightly irritating. They did do DNA samples. They were it was sent off to a lab to be studied because it's so visibly different mm-hmm. from every other uh, native canine in the area. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, one hundred and six pounds, orangish fur, which right. is weird for the the region, which they're used to to dark gray, black. Mm-hmm. Really fur. pushes the needle back towards the hyena end of the yeah. the spectrum, and the results of this. Are unknown. They haven't gotten back to anybody about it yet. Sorry, guys. It's, it's been in the mail. seven years. It's in the mail. What? 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 The f, man. Irritating. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a ton, Obama. Man. Sorry, reptile. <laughs> Baroctile. Baroctile. Whatever. Um, but it is. Uh, it, it. This is a thing that has is still seen. Is still seen to be a problem. Is still killing cattle and and messing with livestock and chasing chickens. And writing bad checks, probably <laughs> drunk driving, and is definitely riding on ATVs without helmets. Yeah, and probably dresses up in ghillie suits as Sasquatches. Oh, son of a bitch. It's all right, man. They'll eventually either get run over or shot. Yeah. That's what happens. That's, that's what happens. Things that dress up in ghillie suits pretend to be Squatch. Yeah, that's why, you know, Squatch play is dangerous. <laughs> it's a dangerous thing to be into. Squatch play. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and I uh, mean, and I, I do love this thing because it is, I think it's real. I think that it is a subspecies that is living in a small population that is, that is starting to like everything else come down out of the hills. Yeah. Montana's huge. Yep. It's big sky country. It's big sky country. I mean, and the range that they give on this is, is huge as well. And a lot of the area in between, you know, the, the, the borders of the range Pretty sparsely populated. Oh yeah, I mean you got keep, the Dakotas, right? The yeah, in northern northern United States, north central United States, there's nothing there. There's yeah. no there's no like people everywhere there. Right. There's huge amounts of of land that no one ever goes to, that no one has ever gone to because they don't need to. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it it very much could be. Now, what do you what do you think it it could be? Do you think it could be one of these uh, surviving or holdover? Uh, what do they call them? Borophagus from the Pleistocene era. I do, I, or I think that it is a recessive trait that shows up. Interesting. From interbreeding. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that I think that there is like they were saying that a uh, 
given the size of it, I mean, it's not like it's not like a wolf the size of a buffalo. Right. It's just very large for a canine, but nothing ridiculous like that. That's the thing. Like what we said, it it traded off uh, all its all of its fun tricks for credibility. For credibility, yeah. Um, it it is it is credible on every front. There's so nothing. Weird. It doesn't shoot fire. It doesn't. You know. Like, what do you think of the? Well, I mean, I mean, in in the sense that it could be a uh, an interbred, you know, truly a, a hyena wolf combination. Which I don't know if that that would even work, but let's say it does. Maybe it's maybe it's another friggin' circus train that that derails. I mean, that's possible. Hyenas they survive. They're little trash compactors. Yeah, I don't know that they would ever. They let... survive and they laugh at your ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they survive and they laugh at you while they're doing it. <laughs> um, but I I think it's most likely. I think that it is just a a breed of the of wolf that has been living up and, it, and it's just been around for a very long time and it's very good at evading humans yeah uh i saw something that that said there there was one theory thrown out that it was a genetic experiment that uh escaped oh could be could be that i mean what do you think of the stuffed uh version of it the one that that they're displaying uh i you know what i've seen it i looked at all the pictures of it and it just that one seems just like a wolf it seems kind of like a, a a wolf with Down syndrome or something. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, like people were pretty bad at taxidermy in the 1800s. I know this because uh, at the auction house we get a lot of very old taxidermy in. Oh. And we do get a lot of animals that just look downright ridiculous, <laughs> like lions that just look like a cartoon lion, because in a lot of cases people who are doing the taxidermy didn't know what the animal like looked like they'd never you know like like these people would bring back uh, a lion corpse to england and say hey hey mr carruthers taxidermy this he's never seen a lion he's doing the best he can good good call um yeah. and so i think when it comes to recreating an, a creature that no one is familiar with it's never going to come out just right you know it's not so i think that's where it just in my experience with old you know couple hundred years old taxidermy it all looks pretty off hmm yeah that's that's a that's a good call then which which means maybe there's just a bunch of fuss over nothing, and it's just a, a bunch of uh, a, this pack of wolves that have you know maybe this one genetic trait that that shows up, right? And going and going to town on it. Every it's like a wolf Highlander. Yeah, there can be only one. Dude. Yeah, exactly. It's a lone wolf. All right, so you you know what it, what's weird? The picture of the stuffed one to me uh-huh. looks. It looks like with the the powerful front legs and the sloping back, smaller hind legs. Uh, I mean, it, it's almost boar like in in the structure. Yeah, it does that. It, has, it does have that really powerful front chest, and I do really see the hyena ish. Mm-hmm. But it does it like the especially the, the 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 stuffed example. It does almost look like a pig body. Something weird like that, huh? Yeah, but it, like you said, it could be just a, a crappy taxidermy. Uh, and the 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 nose, the nostril looks a little flat from the front. Smaller ears. I don't know, man. It's it doesn't. I mean, this taxidermy one doesn't seem terribly ridiculous to me. It doesn't seem like like if I lived in a cabin and shot it, I'd be like, oh, there's one of those. Read it, did do. So yeah, the shunka waraki. Yeah, huge fan of it. Big fan of this one. I you, think this one's. I think this one's a real one. I think this one is running around as we draw breath. Huh. You like the ones that are that are more more real than uh, shock you from across the room and 
and I do. spit acid on you. <laughs> I do. I'm more impressed by a thing that I will that I actually have to worry about when camping. <laughs> that's that's what I like most about camping is the worrying. Did you see anything of how to avoid these things or? Oh no. No, I don't uh we've we've established this. I do not offer up uh, as you are so kind to do. No. I never offer up any antidote. No, you're just I, stuck with what you're stuck with. But truthfully, I didn't find any antidote for this and I didn't find any any ways to ward off chonchons either. Unless you go around killing Kalku. Yeah. But I guess you got to know who's practicing black magic and who's right. protected by a Diablo. You got to control uh, the lotion market. That's what so you got to do. Whatever goes into that, if you uh, if you control <laughs> the fluoride, then maybe yeah, you control. exactly the Chilean fluoride <laughs> supply. That's how you get that. Oh goodness. Oh man, you know what else? Uh, you know what else needs to be tightly controlled? What's that? Puns. <laughs> oh yeah. Here comes a pun train. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for getting through the the four cryptids from week three. Yep, yep, of the yep. Twenty thirteen miscrypted contest. Now we're gonna regale you with eight magnificent puns. Magnificent That's... asterisk puns. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Who wants to start? I'll start off. Now we're we're now all very familiar with the Tatzel worm. Okay. Um, but very few people... Uh, see, the problem in Germany is that people were so terrified of the Totsil worm that they stopped going into the forest altogether. So the German government had to create a reason to go into the forest. Mm-hmm. And that was the Spatzel worm, which was a, a kindly reptile that would give you Spatzel, which is a delicious noodle dish if you went into the forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah! Vorsteine uh, Spatzel worm! yeah! Ich möchte einen Spalter werden. <laughs> ja, bitte. <laughs> ja, ja. That's, uh, that's what a pun sounds like. <laughs> mm. I tell you what, I tell you what, that's, that's, that's all right. We can, uh, we can start with that one. Uh, I got one for uh, going down the line here, going back to the old Tikbalang. Uh-huh. I've got a fast food place where horsemen serve you lots of deep fried chicken. Okay. It's called Chick-fil-Ang. Oh, I like that. I like that. It's closed on Sundays. Hates gay people. Yep. Nice. Because <laughs> I had a I had a device that you could attach to a horse um, to make sure it always came back, and that was a tick barang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got one. I've got one going to the old Totsil verb. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is a person who specializes in stuffing lizards and or dragons. Ooh, a Totsil dermist. We need a Totsil Dermist. This is, this is an episode all about stuffing yeah. cryptids. And speaking of stuffing, if you ever find yourself in Chicago's Chinatown, don't be afraid to stop at the sci-fi Chilean Chinese fusion cuisine for the flying Tauntaun Chanchan Wontons. Oh. <laughs> they literally throw them into your mouth. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> That's wow. right. May the fortune cookie be with you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. You bastard. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a neon glowing creature mm-hmm. from an 80s video game movie, the Tron Tron. Oh, wow. That would be great. <laughs> I would like that. Does it, does it fight for the users? Yes. And it's the head of Jeff Bridges. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've got one for you. Uh, if you're opening a, a boutique in, in Montana 
and you're not sure exactly uh, how you should best display the vests and uh, silver jewelry you've made for your large canine, you should probably buy a Shunka mannequin. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what a pun sniffs it. <laughs> that's gross. You for just, some reason, I imagine it stinks. <laughs> you just stepped in a pile of pun. All right, man. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to buckle up for this one. Okay. Because I've got a product based on the Shunka Waraki. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh huh. It's Shunka Potpourri for the Shunka Bourgeoisie. It'll make your shit smell good. We Shunka guarantee. Oh shit! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, David Flora, pun champion this week. Damn, you just kept stabbing me over and over and over. <laughs> just rhyme it, boy. I just felt, rhyme it. I felt really. <laughs> I'm going to go so far as to say arrogantly cocky about the chan chan tan tan wonton. That's very good, though. But I love it. <laughs> oh, no. You just brought it in and and just like like the way they do it in prison where they don't just stab a guy. They're just like, stab, 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 stab. That's what you then just did. Drop the shank. Yeah, you did and just walked away. And I'm just whimpering and bleeding. <laughs> Puns. Two A, two A. Two A. <laughs> that's where he runs back around and kicks the guy in the face and then runs away. That's what you just did. Oh, man. Oh, geez. Woo-hoo. We will still accept puns from you guys. Please yeah. keep sending us puns. Just so we because can read we're this out. good at it, don't get intimidated. <laughs> Try not to. But what you need to do, first of all. Yeah, you guys got responsibilities. You need to go to blurryphotos.org. Uh, look at the uh, survey that's on there, vote for your favorite cryptid from this week. Yep. It's one of the one of these four guys, and uh, if you want to, you can enter your email address and uh, first name, and we will put that into a drawing for your very own 2013 Miss Cryptid Contest prize right. package, Incl- including... Yeah, including your very own personalized Golden Goatman... Trophy. trophy. So uh, we'll be we'll be uh, drawing for that in June, and uh, you've uh, you still got time to vote. Yeah. Once every every week that you vote, you get one more uh, entry ticket. Yeah, one more entry into the old sweepstakes. Get one of them tickets. So that brings us to the, the winner. Yes, of Bring. week two. Uh, okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to review mm-hmm. our week two contestants were boom the alba store yes the dingo neck yes the cockatrice mm-hmm. and the honey island swamp monster <laughs> so sweet so deadly <laughs> the winner of week two mm-hmm. 2013 miss mm-hmm. wait wait wait, wait 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 don't say it yet because i'm, I'm going to think in my head who i think is going to win okay i know who i think is going to win okay okay Winner of the week two, 2013, Miss Cryptid Contest is the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Oh, I didn't think, I thought it was, I thought Albastore for sure. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's a, it's, it it loiters.
Monsters and Bathhouses, for I God's know. sake. I know. Honey Island Swamp Monster. That Honey Island Swamp Monster. You went into the swamp with your Vienna mm-hmm. sausage and Snickerballs. <laughs> Snickerballs. And you came out on top. Oh, congratulations, congratulations, Honey Island Swamp Monster. You move on. You are now up against the Bat Squatch for in the final four. Tough competition. Real tough competition. Real tough. But I think the Honey Island Swamp Monster might be able to pull this one out. You know, neither of them are this is neither of them are rookies in this competition. They both have their heads on squarely and know what their strengths and weaknesses are. At this point, it's a chess match between two pros, and we're all just going to sit back and really enjoy some good competition. Now, everybody knows I'm Charles Barkley, <laughs> and I just want to say I'm Charles Barkley. <laughs> Honey Allen, the the bat stinks. <laughs> I'm Charles Barkley, and that's our panel for. <laughs> 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 oh, that is awesome! Well, so, yeah, if congratulations. you, yeah, it, now, now you know that now your you votes know. matter, that they count, that Absolutely. you choose. Uh, so, so get them in there, man. We got some great ones this week. You need yep. to get on there and, and vote. Let us know. Let us know who wins week three. Oh man, I love this. What you can also do, I mean, since you're on the site, yeah. Well, once you're do- there, why? You know. Why not just uh, go up there to those little chicklets in the top right-hand corner of the page, click on the Facebook one, go to like us, Yeah. click on the stumble upon and go and, and do whatever the f*** stumble upon does. Turn up the ratings dial. Go to YouTube and subscribe to us. Yep. And then uh, why not uh, mosey on over to iTunes yeah, finish and, it out. and give us some stars. Go to Foursquare and become the mayor of this podcast. <laughs> That's, that'll be in the and works. When it wants to know the location, say... It's in my heart. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check in. Always there. <laughs> if oh. you do if you do make a location called your heart, I'm gonna do my best to check in more than you. So that I become the mayor of your heart. Ooh. Oh, chon chon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, um, all right. Well, just know that we hold you in the highest esteem. I tell you what, if I was a Chicago cop, I'd probably uh, send them on their way with a warning. Yeah. Give him, uh, give him a nice view of this mustache right here, and uh, then I'll be like, all right, off you ghosts. Then uh, maybe uh, bump into him and Marcello sometime. Yeah, you guys you guys need to check out Marcello's. It's really worth it. Good stuff. They got a uh, bakery right there attached to it. That steak sandwich is like nothing I've ever had before. It is amazing. You guys really got to try this uh, buffalo chicken uh, pizza there. I mean, uh, listen to us telling them what they got to do. Just go to Marcello's. Let your stomach tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Your stomach does the talking for you there. And then your ass. And then your ass will do the talking later, but we won't talk about that. So for this episode of Blurry Photos... I have been David Gohans Fuchs Yourself Flora. Nice. And I'm David. Can't we all just tick belong, Stecco? <laughs> I'll be the same.